This is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today our special guest is Dutchess County historian Will Tatum. Welcome, Will. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Jonah. And a special hello to Nan and David Greenwood, David being our town of Washington and village of Millbrook historian and a great Rotarian. And two, uh, and, and as is Nan, a great Rotarian. Yes. And David, we wish you all the best for a speedy recovery. And, uh, you know, you can't keep a good man down. So, no, no, Will Tatum, you you're a Dutchess County historian. How many people know that we actually have a historian in Dutchess County? Probably a fair amount, certainly statewide, because I've been getting out there spreading the good word about Dutchess County history. And I've also been very active here in the county itself. I visit all four quarters and the center every year. Last year, I delivered 29 programs personally. So. And we, we had the pleasure of having you as a guest speaker in uh, the Dutchess County uh, historian, Will Tatum, uh, as a uh, guest speaker at the Red Hook Rotary Club. And it was absolutely fascinating because, you know, Dutchess County is a, a, a center, a hotbed of, of high history. We had the FDR, Franklin Donald Roosevelt, living here, the Vanderbilts. Uh, the, the Constitution of the state of, of the United States was uh, ratified by New York State here in in Dutchess County in Poughkeepsie. Uh, so, what do you do as a Dutchess County historian besides going out and talking to Rotary clubs and having <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And let me tell you, Jonah wrote, wrote right to me at, right after your talk um, in, Red, in Hook, Red Hook, yeah, and said, "Hey, you got to get him on." And I said, "Perfect, I'll give him a call." And boom, you're here. <laughs> well, the pleasure is all mine. Although I've got to uh, observe that apparently Rotary meetings come inside with nice frosty temperatures, yes. you know, seasonal <laughs> weather. But as Dutchess County is storing essentially anything involving history at the county level comes to my office. So I do everything from public programs to exhibits to archival projects to make sure that folks have access to the very oldest Dutchess County documents. And I coordinate our wonderful Dutchess County history community of over 100 municipal historians, historical societies, preservation groups, and state and national parks. Now, you know, some cynics out there may say, well, you know, we want the county to plow our roads and we want the county to do mental health and we want the county sheriff to make sure they arrest bad people. People. What do we need a county historian for? Well, there's the old saying, those who forget history are condemned to repeat it. How important is, is it to have a county historian's office? Well, the state of New York certainly thinks that it is absolutely vital because it is state law. It oh, is that right? It requires every county to have a historian and every village, town, and city to have a historian. I didn't and know that. And I would, of course, point out that this service does not come at a high cost to the people. My entire department's budget is less than one-eighth of a percent of the county budget. Oh, my gosh. But it is extremely important, and these offices actually came about as a result of the catastrophic 1911 Capitol fire that destroyed the New York State Archives in 1911, before there was a formal New York State Archives. Right. So these historians are all in place to preserve history that, if it is not taken care of at the local level, will be completely lost, lost forever. Yeah. Yeah. And what kind of things uh, uh, do you do as county historian to preserve records? I mean, you've got something new now, that, which I think is fascinating, which is the Ancient Documents Collection online. Tell us about that. So the Ancient Documents, when I first arrived here in Dutchess County, I was told, make this a priority, make them accessible to the public, make sure they're preserved for future generations. And I wondered, why does Dutchess County have Hebrew, Latin, 
Greek, you know, Pyrus Scrolls type documents. Oh, but cool. I came to find out that no, these are actually court records. They're called ancient because of a, a small detail in the New York Constitution of 1840, but they're incredibly valuable because they chart Dutchess County history from 1721, when our court started, on up to 1889, and they preserve these little details and windows into life at the daily level. And thanks to now six consecutive years of New York State Archives funding and the sponsorship of our county clerk, Brad Kendall, we've made them keyword searchable online so that you can go on and look at 50,000 pages of documents dating roughly from 1721 into the 1820s now. Is there a time cutoff for what is considered an ancient document? Like, for example, my birth certificate? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that depends on the exact year of your birth. If it was before 1889, it might be an ancient document. I will tell you that my birth certificate's on a stone tablet, so you can can gather it for yourself. A truly ancient document. No, but seriously, is is it a cutoff 50 years, 100 years? Well, that's where we get from the name of the collection, Ancient Documents, which is just a sort of court shorthand here in New York to what is called a permanent retention document. Mm -hmm. Those documents that you have to retain forever, it's more about the nature of the document and its legal value than it is about necessarily, you know, how old the document is. So birth certificates are, of course, permanent retention forever and ever. But your pay stubs are not. Okay. So if somebody wants to go online and, you know, look up to see if their you know, great uncle was a horse thief or something. Uh, what's the website to find out, and how do they manage that? Well, the best way to go about it, there are two ways. One, you can go to the Dutchess County Clerk's homepage, and you'll see a link to the Ancient Documents search portal. Or you can go to the address, www.duchessny.gov forward slash ancient documents, and that oh. will take you directly there. The landing page will give you an overview of the different searches that you can do, for example, for names for record type, for location. And then you click the continue button at the bottom of that page and it will take you to the search portal itself where you can enter your search terms, hit the button, and then a list of returns will come up. Dutchess County uh, historian Will Tatum, repeat that website and folks home, get a pencil and paper because Will will say it again in the second and third portions of the show. It is. We don't do things in any sort of short way here in the state of New York. So the URL is www.duchessny.gov forward slash ancient documents. And folks, don't get that pencil and paper. We'll, we'll repeat that in the second and third portions of the show. What do you do with school children uh, as Dutchess County historian? Do you uh, talk in the schools about the history of our uh, beautiful Dutchess County and Hudson Valley? Normally what I do is I provide research assistance to teachers who come to me and, and ask for information. And we also provide a high school internship program. We've oh, had tell us about several that. high schoolers come in from um, the Millbrook system. And basically they want to get an idea of what is does it mean to be a historian? What does it mean to be an archivist? We sit down and talk with the students themselves to figure out a project that really meets their interests. And we've done everything from working with this ancient documents project to going through the historian's office older files and discussing that whole retention issue of what do we keep forever and what do we recycle because there's never enough space to keep everything. I'd love to know whenever I'm driving through New York and I see the historical site markers. Is mm-hmm. that something that you're involved with? Those blue and yellow markers? Markers. What is markers? a historical site? Pull over here and look over, you know, the views or 
I didn't know if that was something you were involved with, just because I didn't know what defined a historical site. Yeah. Okay. Well, those markers are actually a private program these days run by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation, but I do provide research assistance and guidance for folks who want to apply for those. Ah, okay. And uh, Will Tatum, a Dutchess County historian, what got you interested in history? Oh, goodness. I come from an old Southern family, so I grew up surrounded with stories of generations old family members, of going to Civil War battlefields and other local historic sites, so... And we're going to find out really more. from the beginning. We're going to find out more in just a moment. But uh, Kathy Kruger, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, they're not ancient. To make, to make sure that we're not history. Right, exactly. Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmo, Clarkstown Sunrise, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages, so stay tuned. Together, we build schools out of abandoned buildings. Together, we bring food to hungry children in need. Together, we see solutions instead of problems. We are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, community leaders in your neighborhood and around the globe, brought together to do one thing, make more good happen. Connect with us at rotary.org. Together, we are Rotary, and we are people of action. Hi, this is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America and The Mark Agency. MHA is merging with The Mark Agency, so whether you struggle with addiction or your mental wellness, we can be your first stop. MHA and Mark, where anyone can get access to the full spectrum of mental health and addiction services without having to jump through unnecessary hoops. MHA of Duchess and The Mark Agency. Contact us at 473-2500 or check us out on the web at mhaduchess.org. You are not alone. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, AARauctions.com is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AARauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Tree Boas and my regular co-host, Sarah O'Connell's away this week, but we have our producer, the fabulous Kathy Kruger on the mic. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. And we have an equally fabulous uh, guest, Will Tatum, Dutchess County historian. Will, welcome back to the second portion of Radio Rotary. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, it it sounds like you have a really fun job that would not drive you to drink, but (laughs) you've got something called the Tavern Tour. Tell us about that. So this is, its full formal name is the Dutchess County Historic Tavern Trail. And the whole idea behind it is this is the place where local cuisine and local history meet. 
we're very blessed here in Dutchess County to have a deep historical record and to also be undergoing a renaissance with eat local, drink local, all sorts of distilleries, um, craft beer spots, farms, you name it. And the series is really designed as a tool to reach out to folks who may have a passing interest in history but aren't necessarily ready to sit down for 45 they, they minutes. They have more of an interest in taverns. Yes, and, exactly. And the, exactly. and the adult beverages found therein. Well, honestly, if you attach tavern to anything, whether it be a table <laughs> or a program, it will sell, sell, sell. So it, we could Google tavern tavern trail? You could Google specifically Duchess Tavern Trail. Duchess, and okay. And you will probably either come up with my landing page on the county website, our Facebook group, or our meetup.com group, which is really where we handle all of the reservations and a lot of the promo. Uh, so, so give, give it, us the highlight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, what, what happens when we, we sign up for the tavern tour? So what happens is you'll go to one of our iconic locations in Dutchess County, either a restaurant that's in a historic building or a historic site that was once a tavern itself, or, for example, the site of a bootleg distillery. You'll have about a 20 to 30-minute maximum very casual interesting history presentation and then we'll break for refreshments socializing and just enjoying the ambiance of the place and uh, are there charges for this there are most of our tavern trail events start at ten dollars oh wow very affordable where where we are at restaurants and for those where we cater the event because it is a a historic site or somewhere else those generally run run 20 to 25 and also very reasonable and uh, is on weekends or during the week it is usually on Fridays we try to aim for second Fridays from April through July and then September and October but sometimes we change because of site requirements, and most of the funds collected actually go to the local historical society that we're partnering with. Well, that's a win-win situation, yeah. and it sounds like a great date night. So folks at home, if you want to join the uh, the tavern tour, uh, will give us the information one more time. All right, so do a Google search for Duchess Tavern Trail, or you can go to meetup.com forward slash Duchess Tavern Trail. Now, as county historian, uh, historian are you available for uh, talks at schools? And uh, I know you came to our Rotary Club and everybody was fascinated with what you had to say about the ancient documents we'll, we'll get back to in just a moment. But do you uh, lecture at local schools or the colleges or how, do, how does that work? If I somebody have, wants you as a guest speaker. If someone wants me as a guest speaker, all they have to do is reach out to me by phone, by email. All of that contact info is on the county website and I'm happy to come if I'm available. And what kind of programs do you offer? Uh, are they are they aimed at different uh, age range? We do have some specific tailored ones. For example, we've got general lectures like Highlights of Dutchess County History, where I will take you from the county's foundation to, in 1683 all the way up through FDR and IBM. And then we have more- Wait, 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 wait. You said IBM. My IBM. Hu- my husband's an IBM. Or what is the history of IBM? Well, IBM <laughs> actually shows up here in Dutchess County in 1942 as part of the military, well, the proto-military industrial complex, and oh. then stays up until today. So it's a major feature of the more recent history. Wow, I'll have to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Will Tatum. Um, Besides, you know, lecturing in the schools and, and and the tavern trail and all the other good things you have, are there uh, people displays that people can look at if they come to the county building or if they want to, uh, your help in researching uh, genealogy, for example? Now, everyone's into ancestry.com. They take the mm-hmm. little swab right. in their mouth and find <laughs> out there, you know, like myself, I was 
one half Neanderthal. Um, <laughs> but uh, what about you know researching family history uh, or ethnic history? Is that something you can help with? It's something I can help with. I can't really provide that service just because we don't have those resources at the county. But I can hook people up with the Dutchess County Genealogical Society, mm-hmm. and I can also send them to the repositories and the local historians who have that knowledge. So what got you interested in history? Is it something you picked up in, in junior high school? You really liked social studies? Or? No, it came through basically in the mother's milk, as it were. Really? I, I come from an old Southern family and grew up surrounded by it. So I mm-hmm. was suckered in from the beginning. I was going to be a historian. What do you do for children to get them kind of interested in history as a young child for second grader, third grader. Is there anything that you would, you know, inc- nope, okay. It's just got to be in the genes, I guess. Huh? Yeah, we don't do school programming because the schools aren't interested in it. They're not. They're not. They do not reach out. Oh, my gosh. We take our, our grandchildren to the blaze every year, and they just love reading Sleepy Hollow. I mean, they read the book. Right. They can see, you know, everything down in Terrytown and everything and, and look around and say, like, hey, this is where it all takes place. I mean, that's my interest and in, I, I in know showing the, uh, them. The Franklin Delano Roosevelt Library has modernized their uh, displays and connections to to. Uh, bring in young people today who are more into the multimedia interactive thing. They've done, they've done a terrific job down there. Yeah, so we, you would think that the schools would really the, want to get involved. We take the kids to Vanderbilt, and they love learning about what's go- – we go see the mouse houses every Christmas, but then they learn a little bit more every year about – the history here, and I just can't believe schools aren't. Well, I've been in the office for over six years now. I'm always available to provide any services and support, but the schools have really not shown an interest. They seem to be very busy. So I tell you what, if a, if a, a principal or a teacher who's listening now wants to reach out and get your wonderful services as a county historian, how did he get a hold of you? Uh, they can go to the county website, look up the Dutchess County Historian's Office, and find all of my contact information front and center. Okay. And now let's get back a little bit to the ancient documents. Um, the website again was? DuchessNY.gov forward slash ancient documents. And when you do that, uh, is it a photographic facsimile, so you have to look through all the handwriting, or has it been uh, changed into type? It is a full-color PDF-A digital document. It has not been transcribed because of the sheer amount of material. 52,000 pages and change are now available online. We've imaged 102,000 pages. Wow, that's that's a tremendous undertaking. And uh, so you you have to go look like the revolutionary documents have the Fs that look like Ss and the Ss that (laughs) look like Fs and the E's and the they's and all that stuff. So, uh, Will Tatum, um, besides the ancient documents and uh, the other uh, things that are happening with the county historian's office, um, what would you like to do in the future if, if we had a magic wand and gave you unlimited funds? What kind of things would you want to do? Oh, goodness. Well... I would certainly like to build even more collaborative programming with all of our wonderful institutions and historical societies here in Dutchess County. And I'd like to make that ancient documents collection and other collections in the county archives even more accessible with transcribing and other items. And we'll find more about the great wealth of history here in Dutchess County in the Hudson Valley from Dutchess County historian Will Tatum right after these important messages. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. 
we make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser. I'm joined at the mic by Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. And our guest is Will Tatum, Dutchess County historian. Will, welcome back to Radio Rotary. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. You know, so, I, I needed yes. to ask him a quick question. Go right ahead. In our, in our previous, I, I'm still, you know, I love listening about these taverns. It's just blowing my mind away because I'm excited about it. You mentioned the months that you do the tavern tours. You didn't mention anything about the winter. Now, I'm assuming because of something you told us earlier about some, like, taverns being built way down into the ground below buildings to hide, I'm assuming, whatever the guys were bootlegging or whatever at the time. Is it because it's just too cold to go into there in the wintertime? Well, normally it's because we like to take a little bit of a break to work on everything else that the uh, historian's office does, because it's just me. I'm a staff of one. I do not have support staff aside from one part-time clerk who works solely on the ancient documents. So everything that comes out of the Dutchess County Historian's Office comes from me personally. That's a huge job. That's so, uh, you've got uh, a big event coming up that somehow involves Missouri and Dutchess County. <laughs> yes. Tell us about that. So, folks of uh, early national history, taking us all the way back 200 years ago to 1819, might be familiar with something called the Missouri Crisis and the Missouri Compromise, which was all about would Missouri enter the Union as a free state or a slave state? Mm. This whole crisis, which very easily could have been a civil war in 1819 and 1820 instead of 1861, was kicked off by Dutchess County born and bred James Talmadge Jr., who was one of New York's congressmen at the time. On February 13, 1819, he entered an amendment into Congress that would have brought Missouri into the Union as a free state, drawing on Dutchess County's long history of anti-slavery and abolitionist work. Mm -hmm. And this kicked off the Missouri crisis, where there was a great deal of talk about settling the whole slavery issue by force. And most people don't know this, but it's one of Dutchess County's big moments on the national and international stage. And Dutchess County has has a connection to the Civil War. I remember when we took our Boy Scout troop down to Gettysburg, we found a monument to one of the Dutchess County regiments. Mm -hmm. And uh, is that something that uh, if people wanted to research, they could contact you as county historian? Absolutely. I'm happy to to advise them on that. That's the 150th New York, also known as the Dutchess County Regiment, that was raised specifically in 1862 when the draft was introduced to show that Dutchess County, even with a draft on, could raise an entire volunteer regiment. 
it. Also, Dutchess County, I know, had uh, a, a strong contingent in World War One, including the first flyer who went down and we unfortunately lost his life and uh, was a member of one of the prominent families, the Aldridges. Absolutely. And still remembered today up at Rokeby. All right. And tell what people at Rokeby is. Yeah. So Rokeby is private estate on the Hudson River that was built by James Armstrong Jr. in the early 1800s. He was a veteran of both the American Revolution and the War of 1812 and retired up to what was then the town of Rhinebeck and is now the town of Red Hook. Where I'm from, amazingly enough. I, I think of the aerodrome up there in <laughs> Well, that's, that, that's part of history, that's the old lovely. Rhinebeck aerodrome. I love it. I love it, yeah. yeah. Would you ever want to uh, audition to be T- Tessie Trueheart, the one that gets picked up and flown <laughs> no. around on this? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that. We took my father-in-law there because he worked. He was he was a pilot and he, in the uh, in the war way back when. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, it's it's good to um, bring back all those old memories. And, and, and the kids get it. Well, I'm back to kids again, just because that's what you are. When you're a grandparent, right. you just think of them all the time, and they think the aerodrome is the coolest thing. So, well, I kind of think so yeah. too, and it is the only World War One aerodrome in the country. In the country, yep. Now, Will Tatum, Dutchess County historian, of course. Uh, when people think of Dutchess County and history, they think of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Uh, what kind of uh, connection do you have to the uh, FDR Library and, and home? Uh, I work very closely with both the National Park staff and the National Archive staff. Most folks don't know that this is one of a rare couple of sites that is split between the two services because right. the National Archives actually runs the Presidential Library while the National Park Service runs the house. And we do several programs over at the FDR Library at the Wallace Center every year. They are great hosts, great partners, and an amazing crown of all of our beautiful history here in Dutchess County. Let's get back to your ancient documents project, which I find absolutely fascinating. fascinating Hundreds yeah. of thousands of documents that you've scanned in uh, and are available just for the asking, just for the searching on which website again? DuchessNY.gov forward slash ancient documents. Folks, get a pencil and paper. We're going <laughs> to say that one more time before the end of the show. Now, are all the ancient documents in English or are they in different languages that need to be translated? The vast majority of them are in English. Okay. We have maybe 20 or 25 that are in Dutch. Dutch, right. Okay. So yeah. somebody goes on the website, which again is duchessny.gov forward slash ancient documents. And can they search by name if they want to find out about some ancestor or can they search by a location or a topic? Absolutely. How does it work? Absolutely. Well, you can search by name, location. If you're really interested in this part of it, you can search by crime, the by- actual category of the offense that's mentioned in the document. Well, I, I live in Pleasant Valley, and it's it's not necessarily pleasant all the time. We've had some pretty <laughs> decent crimes in Pleasant Valley that would be interesting to look up. And Yes, and crimes. you can hear more about that in late March at the Pleasant Valley Historical Society meeting, where I will be presenting one of the Tales from the Ancient Documents programs. Oh, I didn't know. Well, this is I'm going to tell the people. We have the Historical Society. Many of the women who work at the Historical Society are friends of our Pleasant Valley Library. So I see them all the time, and so I'll have to let them know that you were on today. So what what kind of programs, if there are, you know, civic groups, Rotary, Lions, uh, you know, 
synagogues, churches who want to learn about more about Dutchess County history or Hudson Valley history. What kind of programs can you offer? I know you're a one-man band. You're the only one there. <laughs> wow. What kind of programs can you offer? Well, we have our Highlights of Dutchess County presentation, and then we have several different varieties of tales from the ancient documents, everything from specific tales to a locality, for example, Fishkill. We also have theme presentations if you want to know how poor people and the disadvantaged were treated in the 18th and 19th centuries. We can talk about that. If you want violent crime, we can talk about that. And we also have research guidance presentations. Dutchess well, County historian Will Tatum. Uh, what would we do with... If you weren't there and doing yeah, right. all the work you do, what would happen to it all would, our it history? It would be lost to history. It would be terrifying. That's scary. Dutchess County historian Will Tatum. Uh, yeah. Give that website for ancient documents once again. All right. That's duchessny.gov forward slash ancient documents. Will Tatum, thank you so much thank for joining you. us today on yes. Radio Rotary. And thanks for everything you're doing to preserve history. Thank you both. Have a great day. And Kathy Kruger, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, this week, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Third Eye Associates, the Mental Health America of Dutchess County, Mark Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Center, Norman Staffing, Poughkeepsie Nissan, and the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clater will be back next week. Our producer, Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons our great engineer, Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hi, I'm Rotarian Adam Kane for Poughkeepsie Nissan. From the economical Nissan Versa to the luxurious Nissan Armada to the exciting all-new electric Nissan Leaf, we have the right car for you. Come see our wide selection of new and previously owned vehicles at Poughkeepsie Nissan, Route 9 in Wappingers Falls, and visit us at PoughkeepsieNissan.com or call me direct, Adam Kane at 866-703-2288. That's 866-703. 32288 Poughkeepsie Nissan lower prices and higher standards This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America of Dutchess County and the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, the Mark Agency. Are you a veteran or a family member of a veteran? Is life a struggle at times? Do you feel lost or alone? Let our MHA veterans help you. Contact Adam Roach at 473-2500. He and his team will do anything they can to assist you. MHA of Dutchess, the leader in helping our heroes and their families. 473-2500.